Hey fellow pickers, my name is Mike Crafton. I'm coming to you from the Redwoods of Northern California. And my name is Carl Mandrilli, and I'm coming to you from Castle Rock, Colorado. Hey buddy, what's happening? What's going on? Uh, let's see, what is going on this week? That's a good question. I, I, I got a story for you. Is it about being buried in snow? Uh, we did get some snow, but it's not being buried in snow. We're not. I don't live in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you see all, like, 77 inches in Buffalo yeah, overnight? Yeah. That was crazy. That is crazy. So, we're old, man, talking about the weather. That's what old people do, right? That's what you talk about. Is this chit-chat? We just start <laughs> off with chit-chat? Is that the way it works? <laughs> My story's not about the weather. My story is about something I found, and I guess it's like a show-and-tell. So, for those that are watching on YouTube, you're going to get a chance to, to see it. And then, Mike, okay. maybe you can describe what you're seeing here for everybody who's listening on audio. So something that I, like, I found on the side of the road in my neighborhood, and I grabbed it. I don't know if this is good or not. I don't know if this is a good pick. So you can weigh in with your opinion. Okay, you ready for it? Is it a dead raccoon? That would be amazing. We do have some dead, <laughs> dead stuff around. Uh, <laughs> porcupines are better, but no, no, no. It's, okay. not, it's not a dead animal. Okay, ready? So here it is. What do you got? Whoa, that is pretty cool. So what we're looking at is it is a, a bear. It's a lamp. It's a, it's a lamp, you know, on a, for a corner table and it's carved into a bear and it's got this cool, what's the lampshade look like? It's got a cool lampshade on it. Looks like it's got yarn around the lamp, around the lampshade. It's got some design. Is that, is that a, so is that a rawhide lampshade? Or is it just plastic? Feels like rawhide. It's a good question. You don't have details for me. Why don't you come and prepare? No, I don't know. There's no markings on it. I don't know anything about this. There's literally no markings. It looks like it's hand carved. It's super heavy. That's why it's, I struggled so much getting this up onto the camera here. Yeah. I'm still not holding it well on the camera. I apologize. But you can see the the guy's face here. Well, well, ah, right well, there. Why don't you put it up on our social medias? Take a picture of it and put it up on the social media. I'll do that too. But yeah, so... Because there's no markings, I don't know how to you know list it or what the value is. It's heavy, so this would be super. It, this, this is sendable with, with a really large box, but more likely yes. I'd, I'd want to sell this locally. But I have no idea what, what what to price it at. I tried looking it up. I can't find anything quite similar. So, what's your take, Mike? I'm gonna put it down one twenty five ninety nine plus shipping. Okay, I'm sure it went for something like that originally, or probably more than that. But somebody put a lot of work into that thing. They did they did so For sure. All right. That's that's my stories. Cool, I found that. I picked it up and I put it down in my basement and I have to list it at some point. So there you go. <laughs> found on the side of the road. I love those. Side of road. Yep. All right. What's, what do you got this week? I've got a story for you too. So I went to an estate sale and I picked up, it was a, oh, it was the coolest find. It was a vintage 1956 Yahtzee board game, mm -hmm. right? Or the dice game. Yeah. So, do you know what Yahtzee is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that thing is? So I picked it up for two bucks. It was on half price day. I got it home. It was in super great shape. Original dice, original cup, all that stuff. I got it home and it didn't have uh, the instruction manual in it. So I was like, dang it, man. What am I going to do? I'm like, what would Carl do? And so I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I looked it up on eBay real quick, just for the instruction manuals, right? To see if anybody was selling it. A guy was selling it, $12.99. So now I'm oh into this gosh. thing, 13, 14, 15. Hey, it's not a bad deal because comps are going for like 20 to 25 right now. It's still a $5 profit. Okay. Well, what would it be going for without the manual? It would be my question. 
Incomplete set? Yeah. I mean, it's all relative. You could sell it for whatever you wanted to, but it's not complete. Right. I want to sell good, complete stuff. Even at the risk of losing profit in the process. Yeah, I did have to do my homework and make sure that I wasn't going to lose any profit on this thing that, you know, if the manual was like 20 bucks or something like that and comps are going for 1999, you know, that's ridiculous. But no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm not saying that you're not going to get profit. It sounds like you did your, your homework uh-huh. with that. I'm saying that you might lose some profit. So you're not going to make as much profit if you go and make it a complete set versus you sell it oh. partially complete. Yeah, absolutely. Good idea. I could have tried. I didn't see any incomplete sets out there. I saw some pretty ratty ones, though, that were in much worse shape than mine was. Okay. Yeah. I want an update on that. I want to know how much you end up selling it for and kind of how that all shakes out. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, one of the things that really excited me about it was, one, I really love vintage stuff. But, two, is I'm really into Yahtzee. So I was really happy I found it. Okay. All right. All right. Nice, man. Well, this, speaking of, um, we just had some kind of positive stories there. We had to transition this episode into, like, train wreck transactions. Yeah? Train wrecks. Train wrecks. You know, these kind of conversations give me anxiety to even think about all week long, right? <laughs> Awkwardness, Jeez. just like uncomfortable interactions. And I think you're thriving off of that. Well, it's funny to me after the fact. In the moment, sometimes uh, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, uh, is this, you know, like how do I get out of this situation, basically? Right. So I, I came up with four myself and one was like what was it last summer so one's recent so even with experience i still run into these situations so how many did you cope with i've got one so far okay but i'm sure i'm sure there's there's plenty of well i have one in one reasoning why i don't like the awkward situation so okay (laughs) and it and it's awkward as it is it's awkward enough like that must have been tough. You had to come up with a reason to not like an awkward situation. That's tough right there. <laughs> I had to come up with a reason not to talk about awkward situations. That's what it was. Okay. Mike is very socially appropriate. And so he can smooth things over and make things not socially awkward very easily. So when he, you know, when you're up to your knees in awkwardness, I bet this is very, it would be very uncomfortable for you. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it definitely is. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I should probably go first then, right? Because if you only got one to share. Yeah, go ahead and go first. Okay, let me look at my... All right. Uh, I'll start off with like a mild one. How about that? And you strike me as good at handling awkward situations. I know you've shared with me before that you're not real comfortable with awkward situations, but I feel like you are real good with awkward situations. Sometimes... I mean, sometimes you kind of like haphazardly create them. Like you'll say something without thinking and then suddenly like somebody takes it the wrong way or, you know, you just can't afford those things. Mm-hmm. I'll start off with mm-hmm. a mild one just to give you a taste and then you can tell me how you'd handle this one. All right. So this go. This is a few years, few years back. We were selling a minivan. Okay. Now you got to consider who's mm-hmm. going to be buying the minivan. It's going to be a family. Mm-hmm. And we were selling it. I think it was, it might've been this time of year, November. So it was colder outside. And so a family comes, shows up to test out the minivan. And so, I mean, it was like, you know, mom, dad, and I think two or three kids, like really young kids. And the dad was like, uh, I'll just test it out with me. Like he wanted to go drive around. He wanted to check it out. And so then his family's just like there. (laughs) 
<laughs> at my oh, house. At your house? And it's and cold it's outside, cold. so they don't want to like stay in the car. So they're like, uh, like it was just, you know, like, what do you do? So my wife's super friendly. So she's like, did you want to come in? Like, I guess we can host you right now and try to find some toys and dig up some things that you can play with. And so, wow. you know, this is kind of just like a no-no is, is having people inside your house that you're selling something to, unless you're selling something inside your house where they have to physically remove it. And so they, so like we went on a drive while I left my wife and kids with a family, like the rest of the guy's family uh-huh. to host and to like take care of for a transaction. We, it wasn't guaranteed. Like how did, where we go wrong, Mike? Well, I need to know a little bit more context. So like, was it a, a normal looking family? What age were the kids? Did, uh, did you guys have, was it like the guy showed up and you invited him in your house or the guy showed up, you guys chatted for a little while. Then you guys went on the test drive. Give me those details. How old? Yeah. I mean, it's not a whole lot more to that story, to be honest. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I'm guessing we chatted for a couple minutes, but it wasn't like we got to know him super well. It's a family. They looked nice enough. They looked like they were potential buyers. The kids were young, you know, under five years old. And how was his reaction to it? Was he like, yeah, go in the house, go in the house guys. Yeah. 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 He, he was fine, he was fine with, with it. it. Oh, interesting. Okay. So how'd it turn out? Well, would you, I mean, what do you think? Like, do you host the family? Do you invite them in? Or do you be like, well, this is kind of your (laughs) issue. Why don't you wait in your own car and just leave it running there? Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be kind of difficult. So I would probably, what would roll through my mind is all those questions that I just asked you is like, do I get a good vibe off these guys? Do they look really shady? Is, are they weird characters? But to start it off, this wouldn't ever happen to me because nobody is coming to my house and I'm buying stuff off of off a of Facebook marketplace okay. from. Yeah. Well, this is a whole other issue. Yeah. So, so if you're selling a car, you're going to meet somebody somewhere or if you're selling something to somebody like, you know, without shipping it to them, you're going to actually go find a meeting spot. You're not willing to let somebody come to your house is what you're saying. Yeah, I would like to I would like to say that I'm that guy, but to be honest with you, when I sold my motorcycle, the kid came to my house and bought my motorcycle okay. from me. So. And sometimes there's heavy things like furniture. You're not gonna like meet somebody somewhere with a couch. So yeah, you, you got some you gotta make exceptions for these rules. So you could we probably could have met somewhere. So that's pro- that's a good that's actually not a bad idea. And in, in, in retrospect, mm-hmm. I should have done that. But yeah, the outcome was the guy didn't want to buy the van. And mm. so we just hosted it for no reason. I mean, it's okay to show hospitality and to, to love on people. Yeah. You know, not, you don't always have to have a transaction go with it. It was just, it felt like we were putting in a lot of effort and it was sort of, I don't know. We were kind of put in a, in a situation where it felt bad to say no, but really it was on them. They shouldn't have just shown up and expected to come to our house. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that was bad, bad character of them, but it showed, <laughs> good, character character of of you, <laughs> it showed good character of you and Jessica to be like, yeah, come on into my house. You know, what you guys hungry mm-hmm. to grab some toys And that, to be honest with you, that's probably what I would do. Cause I'm just a nice guy like that. And, and I think that that's, I hate to say it, but maybe a downfall mm-hmm. of my character is I'm really trusting and invite people in and get along with them really well. But it would be, I would have to roll through the list of factors. You know, do I get the creeps from these people? Are they, you know, are they clean cut? Right. Do they, f- I mean, that's being kind of stereotypical. Absolutely. hundred so. <laughs> percent. Are they, they got a nice haircut. They're probably safe. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know how that goes. If you get somebody that's pretty shady, they're usually not taking care of themselves. Yeah. If somebody's on drugs, they're probably not taking care of themselves if they're 
you know, yeah. a thief. But uh, no, I, I do know plenty of, of good guys that aren't exactly dressed in character. You know what I mean? What is it? In Lord of the Rings, J.R.R. Tolkien said, all that is gold does not glitter. So... Yeah, say, yeah. getting a vibe from somebody is definitely different than, yeah, just kind of mm -hmm. like what you're suggesting. I think you're suggesting the vibe. But, the yeah, looking kind of just breaking things down, you have to break it down in the moment, and people can be very deceptive. So I think that the safe yeah. thing is, yeah, don't – if you're going to have people in your house moving furniture and this kind of thing, you want to have them in and out. You don't want to have your family there. You don't want to have anything sensitive out or anything revealing, mm -hmm. just that they might want to come back for more, basically. So – just gotta be careful. Right. And, and I think it's because, you know, I, Jennifer and I, we had the van stolen last November and it really, really, you can't just throw that out as like a people. little, Oh, and by the way, you got to tell a story, Mike, <laughs> you got your van stolen. What's going on with that? Yeah. So last November, we were just talking about this cause it's been exactly a year since it happened, but we're flying out to Mexico. We're going to a friend's destination wedding. We just bought the van. We're starting to build it out. Uh, we're at the John Muir house in Martinez. We watched our van Carl drive away from us, from the parking lot right. with our passports in it and everything else. So flying out the next day, you know, no passports are gone. Mm -hmm. They, they recovered the van about a half mile up the freeway. Passports were gone. We we're out of the trip. Luckily we had trip insurance, but it was just a feeling of violation. Oh, yeah. That was just, yeah. it was horrible. And, you know, for a month, when I'd wake up in the morning, the first thing I'd do, I'd go look at the van, right. you know, after we got it back home. Mm -hmm. And it was just so much trauma in there. So I think that's where I am so particular on who comes over to my house mm -hmm. or if I'd invite strangers over. Because like you said, who knows if they're going to be out there scoping out the house or not. Like, oh, I don't want I don't want this, this or that. But you know that TV that you have on your wall? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I might want one. I might want that right, one of these right, days. Right, right, right. That's so funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. It's just hard. It's tough. Yeah. I can't imagine going through that. And yeah, the violation, I think it's a big issue, but I forget, did they ever yeah. catch those folks? They did not. Okay. They did not catch them. And it's a, to be honest with you, it's a slap on the wrist. Even the officer, he was like, you know, I take, I take reports all the time in this area. And most of the time, if I, even if I catch them, I have to, we let them go mm. right there. It's a book and release type of right. thing. And he said a lot of the time, or it, I wouldn't say a lot of the time, but a few of the times he's, he's caught somebody red handed with the car. Mm -hmm. And when he asked the person, why'd you steal the car? He's like, Oh, I just needed a ride across town and I couldn't afford the bus. Right. And so they're stealing cars just to get a ride somewhere. And it's like, it's just nonsense. It's just a slap on the wrist. It drives him crazy. Yeah. I hear, all I hear is, uh, Welcome to California. <laughs> Ready to go home. <laughs> Ready to go to, I'll be, uh, I'll move out to Castle Rock, California. I mean, Castle Rock, Colorado. Why do I call it California all the time? Yeah. You just want me to live in California, I but do. it's not, it's not happening, man. Not happening. So lo lovely place to visit. Love California and got some trips planned there for 2023, but I'll make sure I lock the car. Looking forward to that? seeing you. You're coming out for dinner, right? Absolutely, man. Nice. Yeah, just kind of swim around the corner there <laughs> into the far reaches of Northern California. <laughs> I've only been inviting you for three years now, and you're finally going to come know, over for dinner. I know. It, it'll get there. Nice. We'll get there. No. So, Looking forward. all right. Well, okay. I got another one here. So, and speaking of awkward, like definitely having your van drive away as you're watching it with passports inside, like that's probably the, you know, the king of them all, yeah. right? Doesn't relate to picking at all, but it's just really uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. 
Okay, so this is also from a long time ago, and this is another situation where somebody's coming into my house. I've since figured this one out as well in terms of how to not have them in my house. But early on when I wasn't sourcing a lot of stuff, it was like every sale was kind of a bigger deal. And so I was selling a Nintendo Wii video game system. Okay. And I think, so now if I sell a video game system, I'll take a picture of it working. So like, here's the proof it working, Mm -hmm. it's working, you know, like here's evidence, but I don't think, I don't know why I didn't think to do that at the time. I think it was harder to kind of like load things on or there was limited pictures or I don't know, other issues. But anyway, so I didn't do that. And then sometimes people would say, well, can you show me? I want you to show me that it works. And sometimes they wouldn't. So I guess I took that risk too. And I had a guy show up and he's like, I want you to show me that it works. And so I hook it up and he had a different game, a different disc called GameCube that the Wii is supposed to play. Uh And the one that he pulls out is like a $50 game. Mm -hmm. He's like, I want to make sure this thing works. And I had tested it out and I tested the regular Wii games on it and it worked fine. He puts in his whatever, his $50 game, inserts it. I think it works fine. He goes to eject it. It doesn't come out. Oh, no. It's stuck. And man, I've looked up like videos on YouTube. There's probably a hack. But I've tried lots of different things in terms of like trying to get stuck discs out of, you know, anything yeah. really like, you know, and, and sometimes they're easy. A lot of times they're not. This is not one of the, the trays that kind of kicks out. Yeah. This is one where it just kind of inserts and ejects, just kind of spits in, spits out. Right. So now he has his expensive game in a device that he has not yet purchased. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? That is tough. Yes. All right. Good analysis, Mike. Well, Good analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to process this one. What do you do? Man, you haven't no. sold it yet, and he's he's either lost his game or he's wrecked your system at this point. So, like, this is awkward. Very awkward. <laughs> Very awkward situation. <laughs> what, did you guys just look at each other? Like, now what? Or what did you do? <laughs> I, I, spent, I spent a few minutes trying to figure out how to get it out. I was looking stuff up. It doesn't matter, man. I want I want to know what you're going to do in this situation. You're like, uh, I don't know. So how do you handle it? I'm going to offer the guy 50 bucks and then I'll give him the Wii also because I don't want to deal with it. It's too awkward for me. Okay. No, if yeah. I was to do it, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have let them put a game in there to, in the first place. I don't know why. I would have used... To- well, that's the solution, right? Is like, okay, I tested the Wii games. You want to put your own game in there. You can do that when oh. it's yours. But but I learned that lesson now after yeah. that. <laughs> no, and he's right there in front of you. You guys are face to face. The game stuck what, in my house. Is he, is he sitting there telling you, well, what, "Give me my disc back. Give me my disc back. Why isn't it spitting it out?" Yeah, he was he was patient. He was a nice guy. Man, that's tough. That's I, I would just yeah. I'd probably do the same thing that you did and try to get the disc back out. And then uh, okay. The uh, the real awkward part is when the disc doesn't come out. What do you do? Break the it didn't come out. Do you break the Wii apart until the disc comes out? Yeah. And then you ruin your stuff. Right. That would probably be the route that I would go. I'd break I'd probably end up breaking the Wii apart and getting his disc back, but then I just destroyed one of my products. Yeah. Yeah. So you're out you know, you're out the sale mm-hmm. and then you're out the money you put down to buy the item, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he's wasted a trip at this point, and so he hopefully gets his disc back. I don't know. Those things can be pretty hard to open, that Nintendo stuff. But, mm-hmm. 
what we ended up doing was we ended like he he kind of semi took some responsibility for it. And I was like, I didn't test one of those things. I just tested the Wii games. You know, I can't speak to that. Yeah. I didn't know that's what you were gonna do. I wasn't like he kind of threw me a curveball by even like he didn't tell me ahead of time he's gonna do that. So he's like, how about I think I had it listed at six. He's like, how about I give you thirty for it and I'll just take it and figure it out. And so I was like, that's fine, but really, what? really. I should have got the full 60 on that one because that was kind of like his curveball, And I, I don't know. I guess I didn't handle it on the spot very well, but that's what we ended up doing. What do you think? Uh, why would he give you 30 bucks for something that he's going to break that he knows doesn't work? Something shady that might, might. Yeah. He might've, no, not necessarily. He might've, well, no, he was, he really wanted it. it he, he wasn't trying to scam me. He really wanted to get to play that, that disc. But I think he had to figure out how to get. He, I think he was optimistic that he could get it out, basically. Okay. So that's just still kind of shady. If he if he is optimistic, then he's like getting it half off, yeah, right? Exactly. It's a, you know, I'm so. just jaded with all the scams, and I'm worried about them. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. It's really so I don't do. I mean, nobody's coming to my house now to test that stuff out anyway. But you just don't have people come to your house, Carl. That's how you avoid all this stuff. I saw so much stuff with people coming to my house. So much stuff. These are you know. This is like the one percenter. You give me anxiety when I was at your house and you're like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to come and put, pick something off the front porch. I'm like, you're not going to go out and meet them? No, no. He paid me on them already. It's sitting outside. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, you get, you get two styles of porch pickups. You get the people that do like, like leave the cash under the mat. You get people that pay Venmo sometimes ahead of time and they just come and grab it. So that's super convenient. Yeah. That's like and the best. You know right? what? Most of the people in this world are good people. Don't get me wrong. And you know, if you're already judging me out there in YouTube land, don't judge me so quickly. It's the fact. Well, Mike and I live in very different areas too. I think Mike lives in a like a higher crime zone than I live in. Is that uh, fair to say? The state of California? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yes, we we're ca- accounting for the entire, the entire state, of state of California. The millions of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eureka, California. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a bad city either. Just petty theft is petty theft, and everybody's going to take a, advantage mm-hmm. of one way or another. So, and right. I honestly, I don't. Okay. You didn't really answer the question. I don't but that's know okay. how jaded I, uh, or how come I'm so jaded lately. It's kind of crazy. It's got to be because of the van mm-hmm. being stolen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a that's a life like a traumatic mm-hmm. life event. So that makes sense, actually. So, all right. What's your story, man? What All you got? All right. So my story is, you know, I, I've told you before, and for the listeners out there, I bought a Chevy Express. We're converting it into a, a camper van or a travel van. Well, I have, uh, I, I bought like the minimum amount of solar that I could fit on there and, and for my budget at the time. Well, I ended up finding on Facebook Marketplace this guy that had a 200-watt solar panel. So I have two 100-watt solar panels that I paid $100 each for. He's got one 200-watt solar panel for $100, 120 mm. So, And he's got great pictures of them. I looked them up. I looked at them. They're good quality. They're, you know, they're great, exactly what I needed. And I'm looking to put 200 watts more on the van because the just two hundreds that I have on there. It's, it's just not cutting it for our needs that we have in the van. And so I'm like Facebook marketplace. Great. I got to buy this off of Facebook marketplace. And so I messaged him. I was like, Hey, are those solar panels? You know, do you still have some? Cause he said he had like three or four of them left. And he's like, yeah, I do. I go, cool. Uh, when are you going to be available? And then we agreed on Friday to come down 
to go down to one town below me. And I'm like, uh, so I'm checking his Facebook profile. I'm looking, I'm looking at all of his friends and his friends, friends, and just seeing what kind of nonsense he posts, you know, just if it's all like, I don't know, just any kind of red flags. Right. So right. I take screenshots of all of his Facebook friends and his, in his Facebook profile. And, and I agree to meet this guy and I send it to Jen. I text her. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go meet this guy down in Fortuna. Uh, here's, here's, here's his profile. If I go missing, this is the last person that saw me. Okay. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> no. It's even more ridiculous when I'm saying it in my own, oh in my my own head, gosh. but yeah, just being cautious. Right. So she texts me back. She's like, turn on uh, your location on your, on your phone. And I'm like, perfect. That's a great idea. So I get down there and meet the guy. He's so nice, Carl. He's just a, he's a nice guy. He's a handyman. He's, he ended up, he buys uh, stuff at auction. He ended up buying a semi truck full of these panels. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, how did you buy so many? And he goes, I thought I was buying 10 of them. And it was 10 lots of 10 solar panels that he ended up buying. I know. Oh my god. He goodness. goes, my wife was Which auction is this? I want to go to that auction. That's yeah, amazing. It was somewhere up in Alaska, I want to say, that he went to. Okay. And gotcha. he's like, Yeah, my wife was pretty upset when I came home with a uh, thousand solar panels, a thousand two hundred watt solar panels. Oh my gosh. How big are they? Uh they're two hundred watts. So and it comes out to about I think it was sixty six inches by I think they're 66 by 33s. So they're a little bit too. There's their big, yeah, man. It they're is big. big. And, and it's a little bit too big for my van, which is no big deals. I have other plans that I want to do with solar panels. It was a great deal on solar panels. So, mm -hmm. but the funny thing is, is that then we talked for about a half an hour. We're talking about solar panels. We're talking about charge controllers. We're talking about lithium lipo <laughs> batteries. We're talking or all over the place. It's a different podcast. I know, okay, I know, I know. Right. But it just goes to show that, you know, I totally judged this book by its cover and I'm like convinced mm. that Facebook marketplace is the, de is the devil and it's just going to be bad right. stuff all over the place. So we finish up. Right. He's got his wife in his car. We finish up chatting and it's maybe half an hour in there. And, and I go and I text Jen. I'm like, Hey, everything's okay. Turned out to be a really nice guy. And, and the, the way that I phrase it was, it turned out to, he's, he turned out to be a pretty nice guy. He's the type of guy that I'd probably invite over for dinner. And she, she yeah. replies back. She's like, Oh, my little extrovert <laughs> making friends wherever he goes off of Facebook marketplace. That's right. So, that's I so funny, over exaggerate man. that people are going to be the worst and they always surprise me time after time. <laughs> people are going to be the worst. Okay. So just, I'm trying to break down your, your thoughts and your analysis here. So from my minivan story, you're like, you gotta, you gotta judge a book by its cover. And from your solar panel story, you're like, you can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pulling up in a white van, right? <laughs> I know. With you're the no one that's, that's more risky, I suppose. So that's I a know. good story, though. It's a good, good lesson learned. I think it's good to be cautious, especially if you're going to meet in a public place. I mean, if you're really, like, concerned about, a per, you know, a purchase or a sale, you people do meet at the police station. That, that is a common meeting spot in the parking lot. So something to think about. But, um, yeah. All right, I got one more for you. All right, what do you got? This one, I've got a couple. I've got some that are similar to this. This is not the only time something like this has happened. So I don't know. I don't always have a solution for this, but 
I guess I guess there's sort of a solution, but I was I used to sell a bunch of treadmills. I used to find treadmills really wow. cheap at garage sales. And sometimes they were like a little wonky where like the belt was kind of just, you know, going like rubbing or something. And I figured out how to fix them. Mm -hmm. And you can like, they would sell here in Colorado, they would sell within 24 hours. Mm. They're obviously beasts to move, right? Like you're right. putting in the effort to move them. And probably, I was probably damaging the minivan when I slid it inside, but I did make a lot of money on treadmills. Mm -hmm. So I might go, I might do that again. I don't know. But the one that I found was really small. And so I wasn't going to make as much money on this. I think I bought it for like five, 10 bucks and I was selling mm -hmm. it for like 60 bucks. It was small and I listed it, it got some interest. It was one of those that like gets a lot of interest and then nobody shows up. And then finally somebody shows up. Mm -hmm. It was a lady. She was super nice, but she shows up with like a Honda Accord to move a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like eyeballing it. She's like, Hmm, this is pretty small. Don't you think if we put the back seats down, I could just kind of slide it in uh -huh. the side. What do you do? I put the back seats down and slide into the back for her and just tire, tire a tailgate down or her trunk down. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> Problem so solved. That's what I tried to do. <laughs> Did you? I was like, she was so nice. I was like, I'll try. I like, I don't think this is going to fit, but I'm going to try. And yeah. of course it didn't, oh. it didn't fit. So she, she gives me the money uh -huh. and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to come back with a bigger vehicle. And I was like, you pay it. I'll hang on to it for you. Yeah. A week later, she hasn't come back. I still have her money. Uh -huh. And she reaches out. She's like, I can't find a bigger vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> and I think she lived far, so it wasn't really worth my time to do the drop-off. Mm -hmm. so, so now you got her cash. She's not coming back. And she says, just keep the money. So, oh, really? Yeah. So what do you do? Wow. I definitely want to keep her, keep her money, but it depends on how far away. You guys are kind of... You're a little bit more spread out than we are. Like if somebody was going to do a pickup for me, it's it's going to be a local pickup. Not too far away. Yeah. And I would have just taken it. I do it all the time. I do it. I mm -hmm. haul stuff for friends and stuff like that. So, right. But I'm not keeping the money. She's getting it back one way or the other. And okay, I probably would have used a tape measure instead of trying to force it into her little Honda Civic and then right. figured out and figured out that it wasn't going to fit. No, I've definitely wise, done that. Wise. <laughs> I've definitely tried to shove a square peg in a round hole many, many yeah. times in my life. I don't know what I was thinking. The tape measures are super obvious. Sometimes, though, you just think, well, you kind of eyeball it. You're like, that yeah. should fit. Yeah. You know? And then you get kind of into a mess there. So, yep. no. yeah. I did send the money back, and I ended up selling it to somebody else. It was just a hassle, and it was, it, you know, you're wrenching your back, throwing the treadmill around in an awkward situation, whereas, like, you slide into a truck, it kind of goes in nice and easy mm -hmm. or whatever. So yeah. So now what I need to do is I need to ask like, Hey, if it's something big, do you, are you bringing a truck? Are you bringing, bringing a big enough vehicle? Oh. Because I just last summer sold a bed that had so many parts and pieces to it. It was, it was like a queen size bed with a massive frame and she showed up with an SUV and was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to fit all this. And so then I kind of got stuck uh -huh. and I ended up, I ended up moving it for her, but, um, it was like a day that it was an effort and it yeah. took a chunk out of a day that I needed for preparing for something else. So sure. I should have asked. I should have asked, man. Yeah. I should have. That's yeah. a good tip. Ask on the big, on the big items. Ask if, if yeah. you know, if you can, uh, if they're going to bring something big enough. Was that the bed that you guys were taking apart when I was there? I remember you guys were disassembling a bed while I was there. Oh yeah. We, we had like a summer of beds. So what ended up happening was our kids outgrew their beds. So we had to sell those beds. And then we bought a bed 
from somebody else that was like the next size up mm-hmm. that we hit and we already had a mattress for it and everything. And then they had already disassembled the bed. So we went and we bought it and then it was like, they told us the wrong size. Oh, so the mattress didn't fit. So the mattress didn't fit. And so we were having and hawing about what to do with that, but they gave us such a good price. We ended up flipping it to that lady I was just describing and we, we got more money out of it. I think we made, made like 50 bucks on it. So nice. It was an, I mean, I don't think it was worth it because we, you know, we put it together, we moved it, put it together, took it apart. It was, it was oh. kind of a lot of effort, but at least right. there was some saving grace. So yeah, I would also ask if it's like a really big heavy thing. Like I don't mind helping people move stuff, but I'd also ask if they're, if they have somebody who's coming that can help move mm-hmm. as well. That way it's not, you know how that goes. Yep. So yeah. Well, got- yeah. The kicker, the kicker was like when I dropped the, the bed off to that, with that lady, I show up and like in her driveway is this big, massive van, like one of those sprinter vans Mm -hmm. that could have easily fit it. And she just wanted to take care of herself and not have her son-in-law help her out. And I was like, ah, you're taking advantage of me. And I just, yeah, I lost that one. Right. Well, you lost that one, but you're a good guy for winning it. So you, you won it because you're a good guy. You're being nice. But, um, anyway, I got, yeah, we got all sorts of train wreck stuff. So, for those of people out there that have their own train wrecks, uh, fellow pickers, like, w- what can we learn from you? So please share your train wrecks. Please uh, email your stories at Pickers Podcast on Instagram. What else we got, Mike? Got Instagram. We got Facebook, Pickers Podcast on Facebook. You can catch our YouTube videos at Pickers Podcast wherever on YouTube. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry to cut you off, just go ahead and leave it in the comments down below. And, yeah, we'd love to, to hear your experiences, what you've learned, and, and Mike will just relish the awkwardness, right? Tell us your awkwardness. Make The more you make me feel awkward, the better for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know that YouTube's True. actually doing pretty good? We've got a, you know, a couple thousand views on one of the videos. Uh, we're getting a lot of subscribers this weekend. I just kept getting these all these pings for subscribers. Really? Man, Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty neat. We got a couple comments. Okay. Replied to them this weekend. Okay. So good deal, we love, man. Yeah. We love the interaction. It's great. You know, can I tell you one more story? This is going to be yeah. great. Okay. okay. Back 2010, 2011, I wasn't in the best time of my life, right? I was doing some really, okay. really bad things. I, I have a really, really shady past for any of you guys that don't know me personally, but I needed a car stereo. I was hanging out with some really bad people. They had a car okay. stereo. I didn't know these people very well. Ended okay. up meeting them, meeting them at a park. They're in a van, and I pull up to the van. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on? Show me the stereo." They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, come on, get in, get in. We'll show it to you." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna stay outside of the van." And they're like, "No, no, no, no. Get in. We'll show it to you. It's inside." And just all the red flags started going off, man. You know what I did? I got in the van with them. <laughs> Luckily, nothing happened. I don't know why yeah. they wanted me to get in the van, but that was just like, that's horror movie stuff right there. It's like shady characters. Hey, get in my van right here. I'll show you the stereo <laughs> I have. That probably was stolen from somebody else, right? Yeah, probably. I, mean, what, I don't know. I don't what know would you do in that situation? Would you get in the van with them? Uh, probably not for a purchase, but... I have gotten in vehicle. I mean, I've hitchhiked before, man. Mm. I've I've done lots of hitchhiking with my backpacking career. I got in one car up in Washington State when I was exiting a trail sooner than I was planning to, and I I mean I was like miles from any airport or bus stop or whatever, and so I was just hitchhiking. It was like raining outside. These guys pull over, and the first thing they asked me, they're like, "Hey, 
you're not going to murder us, are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> so like, are you? <laughs> you're pretty safe right now with me. I know, yeah. Are you going to murder me? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have an agreement no murdering going on right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm not shy about getting in, but with something like that, I don't know. I do get contacted every once in a while. I've tried different things in terms of like sourcing where I've reached out and kind of posted things on Craigslist or Facebook and people have reached out with stolen goods and you can tell depending upon what the good is. And so I try to just like, you know, I don't even meet with them. I just, once I figure out the situation, I just kind of like casually, graciously back out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's my, my style. Gotcha. You know, it's sad that we have to look out for these things, but it's a fact of life right now in the society that we live in and the way things are going. So just be careful Correct. out there. Be careful. With be careful what you're out doing. there. Okay. Hey man, for this week, I actually have a challenge for you. Uh Oh, challenge. Is it an awkward challenge? Please make it be an awkward challenge. No, it could be, it could be, but it's not. So this is something that I just thought of. And I thought maybe I might start throwing challenges mm -hmm. at you. Feel free to throw challenges at me, but you're starting to, you know, post quite a few things on eBay yeah. at this point. And 52. You, we've talked about, you know, like <laughs> you want to take pictures from every angle. You want to do this. Uh -huh. You want to do that. You want to entice them. You want to make it look professional, whatever. Okay. What do you got? So here's the challenge. And I'm up for taking this challenge as well is post a picture this week for something you're selling on eBay and make it a unique picture. Just do something funny. Maybe you can be in the picture making a funny face. Maybe you're dressed up. Maybe you have like a weird item next to it. I don't know. Just take a ridiculous picture where it still features the item and see if you get any more hits on it, you get any more watches, or if it happens to sell faster. Like does taking some sort of ridiculous picture to catch somebody's eye, does it do anything for you or is it more of a hindrance? <laughs> I have the perfect thing. It would be a video, but it's that uh, TENS okay. unit that I have, you know, the electrode things. The only yeah, yeah, problem yeah. is it's brand new. I can't put it together. I can't do that. No, you can't take it out of the package. No, that one would be funny. Like, have you ever seen the videos where they're trying to drink a Coke or a beer and they have the TENS units on them and they make their <laughs> arm jerk? Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No. no. I just take a picture, man. <laughs> oh, we could go we could go in so many different directions with this. It yeah. would be great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Challenge accepted. I just sourced a bunch of stuff. Throw it on the socials. Maybe even make a video of it. You can throw on like the YouTube shorts or something. Mm -hmm. I'll try to figure something out as well. I know it's you know, it's Thanksgiving week, so mm -hmm. who knows if we have time for this, but that's just my challenge. Okay. Challenge accepted. And those are fun okay. too. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll keep thinking of some. So okay. uh, that's all I got for this episode, my friend. All right, man. As always, it is great to sit and chat with you about reselling and making me feel as awkward as you can. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dreading it all day. All right. <laughs> all right, fellow pickers, go find your own treasures one story at a time. And remember, it's not reselling if it sits in the trunk of your car.